This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Live from the laundry room, uh, here we have, I'm Paul Kenny from Storage Wars Canada and from Consignment Heroes and from Risky Business. Oh, Risky Business, great show. Yeah, it lasts about a minute. Um, and with my good friend, Glenn Dye. Now associate. From Glory Day Sports. This is Super Bowl. For all those people, this is an information show. So now I'm going to tell people, this is a show. This is, what day is today? Super Bowl Sunday, my favorite day of the year. Forget birthdays, forget Christmas. This is my day. Because you know Super Bowl party, you just have to watch it. And I'm going to one person's house because I live alone. I'm allowed to go to someone's house. Okay. Because my wife's in Florida, so she's in a place where the Super Bowl's actually happening. But uh, yes, yes. We're very excited, and I haven't started drinking yet because we're doing the show, but shortly after. The pregame show just started, seven and a half hours long. Really? You'll be talking. If you start drinking now, yeah. you'd be passed out by the time. No, no, starts. you would be. I would be. I've dead. been in a lot of training for many years. So we have a great show today. We're going to be talking to Calvin, my friend at Mayflower, Donald and the Blueberry Farm, the Cheese Boutique, Sam at New Generation, Rick at Royal LePage, and um, real estate experts. And we're going to be talking about lots of things, things in your house that are worth more than your house. And the $5.2 million baseball card. We're going to be talking about our auction coming up yeah, next yeah, week. Okay. Did you get the phone numbers out yet? And gold prices. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, but wait. So nobody should call in this week. Paul's got 38 things to talk about. No, so no. We're not call in show anymore. No, we're just, gonna, we're just going to talk from no, now on. Don't no more calls. No more well, calls. Well, remember that part. No, it is a call. For all those people out there, it's a call in show. We're at the end of the we do your stuff. There's no time for people. At the end Even of the show. Rick, tell Rick he's only got two minutes this time. Okay. At the end of the show, we'll be smart. At the end of the show, we're off. We're at no we're show. We're gonna be we're gonna we're be smart drinking for yeah. Super Bowl. No, don't say that. Okay, we can't sir. say that stuff. What do you mean? That's not illegal. No, but it's it, what? We don't seem professional. Don't seem professional. Oh, okay. Yeah, that means a lot. Yeah. And um we have Give the phone numbers up. I'm only halfway through my stuff. What, are you doing a tongue twister or something? No, it's not no. that hard. So if anyone wants to call, we might squeeze you in between one of Paul's rants here today. Locally, you can reach us at 416-360-0740. Out of town, 1-866-740-4740. We're on 740 AM, 96.7 FM. You can text me and we'll uh, get whatever message you send about your item. We'll talk about it on the show at 416-580-9256. Paul's store, of course, Toronto Gold Silvers at 10,341 Young Street, Richmond Hill. And we're at 26 Ripley Avenue in South Toronto, down by the lake and near the Cheese Boutique, which is just up the street. 
Do we even need to read this list? You've got too much to talk about. We won't read the list this week. Okay. Call about anything you want today. Okay, it's a free-for-all. It's a free-for-all. You can call, and we have stories today, but we're also going to talk about $5.2 million baseball card. Our auction's coming up next Sunday. Both Glenn and I, I think, have auctions coming up within the next two weeks. We have a card and comic and, and memorabilia auction. We have a coin, separate coin auction. And don't forget, we have a rock and roll auction. Your albums, your things you stole from the Alma Combo. Um, or from Varsity Stadium or wherever you got these things earlier, Rob, that you want to not donate, but you want to sell anonymously. That would be the best way to put it. Um, and we, we are working on a major music icon. Uh, Doug is helping us out there yeah. to try and gather some good things for the auction. Well, that'll be, that'll be in a second auction. Well, that'll take a while to get all that stuff right. through, go through that stuff. But we do have a rock and roll auction coming up. And you can call today, find out your rock and roll items or anything else, because it's a free-for-all. Anything else you want to know what it's going to be worth today? Now, I want to do Except want to, Bitcoin. Don't ask us what Bitcoin's going to be at. Oh, no, that's crazy. I can't believe people are doing that. Buying fresh air. And we'll be talking about gold and silver, gold and silver prices, and where you can buy it and where you can sell it. Now, but today, I want to... You know, I'm always talking about buy from your, your neighbor. Yes. Buy local. No, buy from a local store. You don't go knocking on your neighbor's house and start buying from him. You could. <laughs> that's, actually, if they came here, they would get stuff. They can your house. They can shop for two weeks. Yeah, we lose them in here. But I want to talk about Calvin. Calvin's got the Mayflower Chinese Food Restaurant at 1500 Royal York Road, which is at Royal York near Lawrence. And Calvin's one of those really good neighbors. About 10 years ago, I was going to say, I'm going to give his phone number as well, because Calvin, even though he'll be busy today, but Calvin is one of those Chinese, he's a Chinese food restaurant, the best, I think, in Etobicoke. Uh, his ginger um, beef is one of the best. But here's my story about Calvin. About 10 years ago, we had a wedding in our front yard. We had a tent that was 60 by 40, 120 people were there. We had our neighbors. My wife used to babysit someone. We had three generations of babysitters there. My wife used to babysit someone, and the baby, the person she babysat was there. My kids were babysat by the Aronis, a really nice family in downtown Toronto, and they were there, and they had their kids who were being babysat, and my kids babysat kids, so we're all neighbors helping neighbors. That's the good part, but I digress for a minute. So I'm going to, we have 120 people there, food's going on, it's in a big tent, and I go to pay Calvin, and Calvin says, your money's no good. He catered the whole thing. You brought counterfeit money. No, the bill. no, no. I, I, he said he would not take my money because Jessica was such a nice person. And there's a case where a local business helping me. I wasn't all that, didn't have a ton of money as well. But a local business reaching out and just being nice. It just, I tell you how nice a person Calvin is. And him helping a neighbor, helping a neighbor. You know, right. If you like, want to help him more, don't talk on ISIS. Talk about how good his food is. Okay, no, but his food is great. Okay, that's what you mean to say. His ginger, ginger. Order. Yeah. Come on, we'll have him during Super Bowl. But no, no, I no. can eat like ten I, meals I today. I think Calvin had to nachos. Eat. Does he have nachos too no. for Super Bowl? I mean, nachos. Okay. Yes, right. Chinese, Chinese nachos. Yes, I never heard about. So, but Calvin's private. But I'm just going to say later on, if you're in the area. Calvin's one of those places, the Mayflower Chinese food at 1500 Royal York. And that's why I give that's him a plug, because he was such a nice person back then, and it's just how I do things. Okay? Now, the next oh, thing no. is 
we're going to be talking, and I want to talk about, I've been saying this for a while. Should I talk about Donald and the uh, Blueberry I think you should go to Rick. I got to go to Rick. Okay. Rick, how you doing? Good Rick. morning, gentlemen. Okay, Every time first you talk off, Rick, about I want to know. Restaurant, I start getting angry. How are things going, guys? Great, but I want to know this, and they can yeah. all tell if we were on TV, they'd know who I'm rooting for. Even okay. though I'm a huge Tom Brady fan, my okay. money's on Kansas City. Who do you like in okay. the game? Uh, you know what? I've never truly been a huge fan. I'm one of those bandwagoners. And what I like about watching the Super Bowl is that because I don't really have a favorite, I get to enjoy the game even more. That's basically that's the way I, I, I roll. <laughs> I could be crying towards the end of the game, but uh, yeah. at least if I lose, I know Brady won, and he, he's an amazing uh, player for sure. There you, you go. There you go. I, I'm, you know, I'm more with, a, with, with hockey okay. and that sort of thing, you know. Uh, but, you know, um, so one of the things I did want to talk about, and, you know, Paul, you and I talked about this this week. And it's something we, we, I know we do talk about it on the show, but maybe it needs to be said more often. And that is we, we deal a lot, you know, and as a result of, of the radio show and whatnot with, with seniors. And as a result of dealing with seniors a lot, you really learn a lot on how to handle their specific needs and situations. And, yeah. you know, you, uh, you've come about saying that we're specialists in the field. And that's, uh, you know, come to be true. Because when somebody calls us, and especially if they're seniors, they haven't bought or sold a home in 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Uh, they're overwhelmed. Uh, you know, so we're there to help. You know, no two situations are ever alike. But we're there to deal even with their families. We're there to help with things like probate and wills and, and even arguing families. Sometimes we've had to referee situations to appease everybody, make everybody happy. And we're really good at it because we do a lot of it. And we're experts, and we're here to help. And the first thing that people need to do is, uh, is understand that the market right now is doing really well. It's on fire. Will it, will it maintain that, that, that heat? We don't know. So it's a perfect time to have us come down, look at your home. And if you're, say, the one responsible for selling, say, uh, an elderly parent or grandparent or relative, uh, you're the executor and you're looking after or maybe you have power of attorney, and it's your responsibility to look after all this, the best call you could ever make is to give me a call. When I come down there, I understand what you're going through. I understand the needs. And we will do everything we can to get you more money. And we normally and usually do get people more money because of the exposure we provide. Uh, it's just something we do, Paul. Uh, you and I both know you talk about it all the time, but it needed to be said again that we are experts in the field and we welcome people to call. I'm going to give up my phone number. Uh, I can be reached anytime. You know, it's Rick DeBackle from Rolla Page Real Estate Professionals. My phone number is 416-258-3972. And, and Paul, uh, Glenn, before I do go off, I just want to mention we still have that property available. It should be gone soon. But if anyone still wants to get in on this amazing corner lot, a perfect building lot or a perfect house to, to do some renovations, in downtown Nobleton, it's a huge, huge lot, uh, one, 125 by 75. You can build your dream home, and we'll help you get the mortgage. So in case, let's say, you're on the fence, even if you're a, a young couple who uh, it's their first time buying a home and they're just not sure if they can qualify, we'll get them qualified. Because we don't just sell houses, Paul. We help people buy houses. Yeah. So what you're trying to say, and I want to shorten up to two minutes, two seconds, okay. is we take the stress out of buying and selling your home and getting rid of all the stuff that's in your home and helping you move. But the bottom line is we take the stress out of it because we know it's hard. 
because we right. completed a couple deals this week. We yeah, downsized, we staged the house, sold out, and helped move the people and helped move to all the stuff in their house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're on to another life, and right. we helped through the whole thing with no stress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they kept on saying, "You did this." And I said, "Whenever they ask, can you sell this?" I just say, "Yes." Thank you, Rick. My pleasure, guys. Enjoy and the Super Bowl. <laughs> Have a great week. We're going to you enjoy too. the Super Bowl. Okay. So I better give out the numbers. I think they took me serious, and I said we're not a call-in <laughs> show anymore. Um, if you want to call locally, we're at 416. Now we're begging. 416-360-0740-1866-740-4740. Even if you don't have anything, just call us and say hi. We're lonely here. No one's calling us. So, uh, okay, go ahead. Thanks. You gotta be careful what you say on there. People like what? it, and they'll treat what you say with, as as a fact. Now you didn't go with the list this week. Anything I say, people will assume is a fact. I know that's that's it's scary. So things in your house worth more than your house. It was a five point two million dollar Mickey Mantle card sold this week. Now that's U.S. That wasn't even a ten, right? Is that the one? No, a ten goes for around. A perfect one will go for about ten. Not only will it sell for ten million, people have turned down ten million. And there's only what four or something? Three, Three. okay. But they were in private collections, and they said one is out there somewhere. Yeah. Well, I've handled about thirty of these. There's a when I did not ten. You've handled thirty of the cards. Yeah, I wish I had one back to keep for for now. But my point is that. About 1979, because I had the first card shop in Canada, right. in Hamilton, and there was a, a story, one of the financial uh, papers in the United States saying there's only three known 1952 males, because they're all up here in Canada. I had set a picture of me, the article, and seven mantles. So obviously wow. the press was wrong on this one, okay? They're all up here in Canada. Yeah, I know. You know the story. A lot were down Stony Creek Way and stuff, weren't they? Well, and all in the Niagara Peninsula. It depends on where they distributed. Because okay. it was all done by Opeachy. It was candy. Uh, long were thrown. Did you remember a few of the guys, Jimmy Bicob? There was a bunch of you guys that were yeah. all involved at the time. And I'm going, where do you keep finding these, right? Well, they're all over Canada, actually, because they were dumped up here. There were some were put in the ocean. Because that was Series Six or something. The last series is called the High Numbers. Okay. A high number box today would probably get you $15 million for one box of cards. For one box of cards. Now, on average, would you get one mantle out of each box? You get because two. It's only the it's high double print. It's a oh, double print. Oh, wow. The double print. Even if this card is a double there print. It probably doesn't exist on the planet, right? No, there was one. There was one in the Opeachy archives because we did the Opeachy archives. But sometimes guys buy them and break them, and they do a big TV show with this on their podcast. That would okay, be I'm really, break. really freaking stupid. People Sorry. do that a little bit. Okay, that would be really dumb. Okay. But the, my point is that a lot of them are dumped in the ocean. The rest are in Canada. The ocean. And we got a lake right here. That's amazing. No, no, they no. took it to the ocean. Because it was close to no, no. They're printed in New York. So they dumped them in the ocean, and they sent them up here to a piece. This is near the beginning of, of baseball cards, his card. Bowman was the year before, and there's a mantle in that, but it doesn't go for nearly as much money. But this collecting thing and cards, before that, remember the old tea cards? Oh, they, yes. They were in the backs of cigarettes, and they were there to keep the pack of cigarettes hard because it was in a soft paper. Right. So that would protect your cigarettes. And then uh, other cards were just in there because, really, you were buying the gum. Oh, yeah. That's what the whole thing would go with. Yeah, and people say, why is your gum and cards? Well, originally, if you were buying the gum, you have to get a card with it. Yeah, it was promoting it. So that's, 
and it worked really well. And that's the hockey cards. A lot of people don't realize our hockey cards, as we know them today, started in 1951. And there is hockey cards from the 20s and that. They were in cigarettes. Oh, they were cigarette ones. Okay. So the first ones you went to hobby stores, variety stores, and bought them was 51. No, no variety stores. There was no hobby stores back then. No, there's variety stores. Variety stores, yeah. So this is the history of this, and this is why I'm one little stack of cards, like a tea card set of hockey from 1911, is worth about 35000 It's about a quarter of the size. It's about, if you've got a cell phone, it would not. your cell phone takes up more room than these cards would. And even more, it's okay. in, hot, in baseball, it could be a couple million dollars. That's what I'm saying, that you have to show it to us. You find these in your house. You have to have a second opinion. And this is where... And we can assist in grading. If it needs to be graded, we can tell them when it's not worth grading. Yeah. We know the channels where it sells best. Like, you've got high bid for certain things. There's eBay. There's consigning to auctions. There's a hundred different ways. Private customers, which we have a lot. But I can't overemphasize... Okay. It wasn't cards. One time I go into a house, and he's got about $250,000 of stuff. Okay. Statues and stuff like that. Okay. So I tell him, I can help him. I said, this guy told me, he's got about 200000 $250,000. He says, I charge $175 an hour for my consulting. I'm actually okay. smart, and I know what I'm doing. Okay. And if what you get for free in this world is not the first half hour is free, but after that, I charge. He said, they'll think about it. So I'm talking to him about a month later. And I didn't tell them at the time that one of the statues was worth $80,000. I wish I had, because they sold it for 5000 to a friend, a neighbor who came in who was helping them out. An $80,000 statue. So I didn't do any more work. They were obviously smart by themselves. They are someone who could desperately have used my help. Now, our focus groups have shown that they don't like you saying that you're smarter than everyone every week. So I'm I think you need to tell them that. Yes, you do. You said that. Just now? You said I'm the smartest guy there is. They want you to calm down a little bit. You're very smart, but there could be smarter people out there. Like Edison, like that Einstein. I've gone looking for them. They're not there. All right. It's been a lot of work. We pay a lot of money for these focus groups to come in. Marianne makes some cookies. We have a nice session. They say what they like about us. We're behind one-way glass. That way, if they throw stuff, they can't hit us. They want to. They want to. Now, we have our – oh, we have to go to break. My my rant that we forgot our break. Okay. After the break, give the phone numbers out. And okay. And we do have one call to take after the break right now. Thank God we have a call. 416-360-0740. Locally, out of town, 1-866-740-4740. We'll be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. 
Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Okay, live from the laundry room, we're back. Bogart's still on assignment. I'm still here with Glenn. I'm going, and we're still giving out information. We're still taking your uh, calls, which is that. And we have a call from Bruce in Etobicoke, one of our regular callers. And he says he has a, and I've had these before. I might still have one, $20 gold coin from 1967, which Paul knows lots about. This coin, and we'll go into the gold and silver prices later on today. Are you there, Bruce? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, okay. I let Paul go on his rant. (laughs) I'm not ranting. This is is important stuff. Okay, gold today is tw- is twenty three sixteen Canadian. Okay, so that's down about a hundred from the week before. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Hundred Canadian. Yeah, because uh, our Canadian dollar goes up, and we give you the exact price right. times point five two eight eight. There's a little bit more than a half an ounce in this times point nine five. You're going to get from us eleven hundred and sixty three dollars for this coin. Eleven hundred and sixty three dollars. That's great. Yeah, so you've and, done very well. Because I know they sold them in the set then. It was only $40, I think, wasn't it, at the time? Yeah, I bought this one in 1976 in a set, and I paid about $260. Oh, did you? Okay. But I sold the set, set and kept the gold I, coin. I bought yeah. one when I was a paper boy, and it had the other coins with yeah. it. I think it was 40 to buy it because you were getting the other coins. That was yeah. original price, yeah. It had price, a value yeah. of $20, which at that time, silver, I mean, gold was 40 Right. And $20 was about yep. what it was. Right, right. So, no, it's a good bet. We want people to know about this because we've had, I've heard stories of, actually, I went down to those guys on uh, uh, Eglinton and Bathurst area, and the guy wanted to give me $300 for it. Mm. It was only about three months ago. It was worth more than it even is today, three months ago. So you have to be careful. I want people, this is a show of information. We actually want you to know what the stuff is worth. Like and I, well, I'm going to give out the gold and silver prices later on the show. We t- recommend people weigh it up. I've had people bring their stuff or what they thought was in bad, separate bags of 10, 14, 18, or their coins, and they bring it in. We actually want you to know. It's and if you come in and you want to know about your bills, we will show you the book. We are very transparent. We're not a secret organization of gold buyers. We'll tell you what gold is selling for what we're going to sell it for and what we're buying it for. And you can get the numbers over the phone from us, okay? Right. So this is, you're going to have to keep on listening for the actual gold prices later on in the show. But he knows what his coins were. <laughs> now, the silver coins that are in there are 1.1 ounce of silver. That's about $45 just for the silver coins that are in that same set. Do you get any premium having it no. in the box? Or, no. It's worth what it's worth. Because what has happened here is the price of gold has usurped the collector value of it. Okay. The box used to sell for 10 bucks right. or something like and that. And just like the silver has yeah. usurped the silver value of the silver dollar or whatever. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. And like the only silver dollars we tell people, you're 1945, 46, 47, and 48, and silver dollars are worth a lot of money. We do not melt those. Right. The other ones are generally melt, but you're still getting a good value for them. Okay? So... We just want you to know this, and we want people to know. That's why every week we'll give out these prices. I want you to listen. If you're thinking not this week, you're thinking about selling two weeks from now, <clears throat> or if you think if you sold your house, you want to buy gold and silver, I want you to remember my number, 905. I want people to copy this down. Get a pen, get a piece of paper, make sure they both work. 905-737-4653. Okay. 
Thanks okay. a lot for the call, Thanks Bruce. Thanks for the call, Bruce. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Talk with you later. Oh, for sure. There's been a lot of money made on that. Now, just talking about our options, we do have another call to go to, but we'll. Uh, yeah. I've got my high bid option starting midweek. It's going to run so for a whole cycle, like okay. 10 days. So it ends the Sunday after. Now, when are you starting your next high we bid? We start on Monday. We'll be ending next Sunday. Okay. And then we have a coin auction after that. So if and you want to consign. So ours, you go to glorydayscollectibles.com and you can hit the high bid link. Are you doing the link or do they just go to high bid and go Toronto Gold Silver? You know I don't know about this stuff. But okay. I have guys who work for me who do But right now, there's still better. Probably go straight to high bid and just search your option. Out. Or then call my store. Or put Richmond Hill in and they'll probably yeah. see you. Okay. We're or, not that hard to find. No, there's another guy in Richmond Hill who is... Not as good an auctioneer. I'm going to say right. that. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but we can call our store, find out where it is, and bid with confidence. You can pick it up. We'll mail it to you. The same way if you've got gold, you can mail it to us. You can drop it off at our door if you want to come in. Normally, a gold and silver deal will take around 10 minutes. Okay. And we put you off the side. We're completely safe in our place at 10,000, 341 Young Street. Now, we've got, I know you have an ore rookie up. Now, have you sold it, or you're not sure? Oh, yet? I think I think it's sold. It's okay. eighteen thousand dollars U.S. Okay, and uh, we have the rest of the set, and and that's the test issue. So if anyone's looking for the test issue, they oh, should get a hold of you. And I've seen the cards; they're pristine. Yeah, it's a rest. It's a rare. It's rarer than the Gretzky. Right. <coughs> I probably handled three hundred Gretzkys. Now we've handled you know, three thousand Gretzkys. I've handled the Gretzky. Is still a coin. It's a card that. People remember, it's only 40 years ago. And it's coming out of the woodwork right now when people oh, yeah. saw that $1.2 million. We have a Gretzky up right now on eBay, if you go to Glory Days Collectibles, and we have a 6, and it, it's got bids on it. And then we have a Crosby 10, um, Connor McDavid, and uh, Lemieux, all very high-graded cards. They're all on auction right now. But are they all possible Hall of Famers? Yeah, they're all locks. <laughs> But anyways, we're, we're, we are shifting a little more to cards. We're still more memorabilia, but you have to go with where the interest is right now. So. Well, I was going to say, you don't let me be the smartest person, woman, but you are one of the smartest people in Canada. Well, well thank you. Here's your Bowman $20. Deal. Here's your $20. Okay, we're going to go to Barb in Toronto. She has a question on a coin. Paul, there is your field. Barb, how can I help you? Hi, good morning. I have a question. Um, I have a... a an extensive uh, coin collection and very yeah. old most of it but my my question for you because you guys would know um is this 1953 canadian nickel um i have two of them and i just wanted to know um somebody told me that it's very valuable so that is my question <laughs> okay what happened now here's what happens with coins and what year was that 53 now do i there are what we call variations. This is why you need an expert like us. We have one guy who comes in and just goes through looking for these short, like um, a 1906 quarter with a small crown is worth like $4,000. The regular one's worth, I don't know, $10. Well, there's a couple things where there's only like three of them Nolan or something, yeah, right? Yeah, and then the four, a 1936 dot penny. Now, the variation, with your regular collection, we have two types that come in. We have what we call accumulations. Someone took the stuff, went in there, they worked in a variety store. As the silver coins came in, they took them out and they brought them home. Or you put them away back then, the silver coins. Then there are the people who bought collections. And you'll see them all done up in two-by-two white paper slab. 
or in plastic cases. And the person was a dedicated person who bought by condition and by rarity. Those collections have to be handled separately and are generally not melt. Okay. Right. Everything so I have is been in circulation. Pardon? Yeah. Pardon? Um, yeah. Go ahead, Barb. What were you saying? Um, all, everything that I have is is been in circulation. There, there's no collections other than a couple of stamp things, but but, yeah, but I guess the short answer, she'd need to send you a couple of pictures of that coin. The fifty? So no, no, I have to see. No, it's usually it's the variations. Like you can have a nineteen forty seven dot silver dollar, which is worth right. a lot more than even the Maple Leafs. It's usually oh, I have, a I have, I have uh, quite a few silver dollars. Whether you want to text photos or yeah. meet them curbside or wait till after the lockdown, which sounds like we're going to be locked down for probably another week after this. But, yeah, but we take if you're not in a rush, you could wait. And <sighs> otherwise, you could get a hold of Paul and uh, give them the number if they want to text you. 905. Oh, you can send stuff right to my phone, which is 647 898. Oh, oh, Chris, oh, sorry. Here we go. This is not good. This is not good. I'm getting old. You'll get old someday, too. 298 Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm sitting I'm in a car on Young Street, so I'm trying to find something. Just Okay, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that number? 647 Yep. 298 Now, we are right next. We're at Young Street. About 100 feet south of the beer and liquor store. Bogart never liked me saying that, but they're very important places on Young Street in Richmond Hill. We're just oh, north okay. of Major Mac and just south of Elgin Mills. Now, there's a neighbor of ours. We talk about him. The guy's, I call him the guy with no sense of humor. The board's lighting up here, so uh, make it quick. I'm, we're south of the wall. There's a big parking lot. We're right next to the fitness center and the variety store. And there's another but store it, right next to it. It might be with. easier to do once things open up a little bit where you can actually go in and show the coins. It's not the easiest yeah, thing to sit in the parking lot. But no, no, we take people in one at a time. Yeah, I know, but. By appointment. Okay. And that's what happens when we give the phone number. Guess what okay. people do when they have their phone number? They make a All right, Barb. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you for taking the call. Take care. Um, we'll go to Donna and Godrich. And she has a painting, which I think that's going to fall in Paul's area as well. Donna, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. How are you guys? Great. Good. Now, I have a painting. It's by, um, I don't think I can pronounce the name right, Lena, Lena, L-E-N-A-Y dot um, Lou, L-I-U. It's a limited edition, and it's called The Music Room 4. Is it a recent one? How old is it? Oh, no, I've had about 20, 22 years. Okay. So, and is it a print or an original? I think it's a print. Okay. It's a, no, it's an original painting, it says. Prints are usually have a pencil signature at the bottom somewhere. And a number. Is there's a number, 463 out of 600. Yeah, so that's a limited a edition print number, yeah. If, if you send us a picture of it, we could get you probably an exact price. Just okay. to, there's so many prints out there we don't have them at the top yeah. of our mind. Obviously, well, a right. of romance originals worth about what, ten to fifteen thousand. Yeah, for sure. Or the prints worth fifty dollars. Prints are tough. Yeah, and um, there are ones you could have bought back then at a less expensive price. 
and you're at the, but even in a, a gallery, would it cost you more money? And you say, if I'm just covering so, the wall, I want to cover it cheap. So, yeah, if you send us a, a picture, you could text me if you want, 416 580. Okay, 416. What was the other? 580 9256. And we'll okay. definitely be back to you. Thank you for the call, Donna. Thank you. Bye now. I want to talk about my favorite place, the Cheese Boutique, for a minute. It's my favorite place, too, but I don't know. You don't visit us enough. Many people who come to visit us at 26 Ripley, they make the short trip down the street, the 45 Ripley Cheese Boutique. And actually, a few good friends of the show and good friends of ours, like Joe and Jan, they, they called me this week just to let me know something I didn't, I've never bought there before. They bought their meat pies, and they said they were outstanding. Like, mm. it was unbelievable. They had a, a ground beef and a turkey. But I'm not surprised. Everything we get from there, another listener a listener of the show penny clasper okay. she, she went there and you probably know her son don't you jim clasper <laughs> oh wait don't smile anyways penny uh, she always wanted to entertain people obviously with covid it's not the same but she still goes and buys the best cheeses and meats and has a, a little plate out for you it's beautiful and hopefully we're all back soon when we're meet people but even today if people want to go for super bowl and get some special items they could definitely um go to the cheese boutique it's open you've got time to get in there and get some yeah. stuff and uh, you, you know it's perfect i mean for tailgating at home obviously which is the only way we're doing it right now with your family is get some cheeses and meats and crackers they got everything there including the 90 types of mustard it's a great place. So and, isn't it uh, called the Mustard Boutique? It, within it, a little section of it's a Mustard Boutique within the cheese boutique. But isn't that the most mustards in Toronto? Yes. So why aren't you called the Mustard Boutique? It, it, Just uh, check. We'll, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll ask them about that. Uh, but anyways, you're going to love it. And I love these testimonials coming in, some of our friends. Hopefully when we open up our showroom again, which maybe it's in a week and a half or so, I know most of the people that stop in to see us then take a quick walk. It's like a three-minute walk to the cheese boutique and pick up items. And I've never had one person anything but a raise. They always love it. So Cheese Boutique, 45 Ripley Avenue, just down the street from Glory Days. And you won't regret going there just to see. And the experience just of being in the store is amazing. The best cheese is my next cheese. How's that? Okay, your that's why you're, that's why you're not a jingle writer. Okay. So we have Val in Toronto, and she has Donruss baseball cards, unopened packs. What year? Do you know the year, Val? Hello? Val, are you there? Hello, is that me? Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I've got these boxes of unopened uh, 1990 Donruss baseball cards. Okay. Are they worth anything? Well, you can leave them in the parking lot. They won't even steal them. So, no. Sorry? 1990s at time. No, no. no that box is probably worth about $5. No, $10. 10. 10. 10. Okay. Now, 10, in 87, if you go back a little before that, because there's no real rookies for that, the 89, um, 87s, you had uh, Barry Bonds, Conseco, um, even the Opeachy Leaf ones are worth sometimes $100, $200. So the rookies in that set will drive the value of either yeah. a pack or a card or anything. But 1990, 1991 are particularly bad years because they overproduced. They got greedy because it was uh, like now. Cards were taking off, and they made so much of it, they killed the gold. <laughs> no, the yeah. Even though they're not yeah. open, there might be some can't be any rare ones in there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I don't. You just don't have the right era. But appreciate the call, Val. Thank you. Take care. Here's the difference, though. If you had no peachy box from who we offered last week for 1979-80, oh peachy. We'll pay what? Fifty thousand. One hundred fifty thousand. Wow. No, and we'll help you if you want to sell it yourself. We have to help you with it. Yeah, for sure. And even well, they grade those boxes, even right. They, they seal them up, and you can never open them. It's crazy. I know it's dumb. There's so many Dell magazines and programs, in the you know, like Super Bowl programs. You'll never get to look at it because they've sealed them and graded them. What's the first Super Bowl program worth? Do you think the ticket? It, it, the program. See what happened was only thirty-five thousand people showed up in a hundred and five thousand seat stadium. It was the L.A. Coliseum, and of course, it was uh, Green Bay Packers and Kansas City Chiefs. The so KC yeah. Chiefs. In fact, last year was their first time in it. Since Super Bowl five, they yeah. won, I think, in five. But uh, they've been in two Super Bowls early and hadn't been in for those 40 years or 50 years in between. But the program was made in bigger supply, thinking they'd have a bigger crowd. Programs are around, uh, you know, 400 U.S. in really nice shape, so yeah. 500 Canadian. The ticket is the rarer thing. And what you have to watch is, and this is something that probably no, very few people out there know, is one contractor, I think it's Weldon Williams or something like that, they were making all the tickets, and so they thought they had the contract for the Super Bowl, so they made all the tickets, and then they went with another company. So there's 100,000 tickets out there that are still worth something. They're worth 30 or 40 bucks, but and they look the same on the yeah. front, but it'll be a different printer on the back. So those are fairly common, but if you have the one from the right um, manufacturer printer on the back, which the name escapes me at the moment, but it's easy enough to check on the internet or call me and we'll tell you. Um, that one on a stub is probably worth about 800 and the full's probably worth five or 10,000, even though all those tickets weren't sold, but I think they got destroyed. Got destroyed. Well, that reminds me of a story. One time I was down at a lo- local auction house down here and a guy had a stack of tickets. 1960 World Series, 1962, wow. 1959. Unused or used? Unused, unused. They were all from a ticket manufacturer. Okay. I bought all oh, those are the proof ones, so but they don't have seats on them, right? They don't have seats. But I bought everything for $150. No, I saw those. They were really nice, but it's a different thing. Yeah. And some of them weren't games that actually happened, too. They're phantoms. Had a, They're yeah, phantoms. phantoms. Yes. My point here, though, is that I bought $30,000 worth of tickets for $150 that someone, an executor, put into uh, an estate with, with the covering letter. Right. But they were. It was in the wrong place. I made one bid. I could have bought for cheaper, actually. Okay, we got to go to break. And, and give up the numbers. Then we're going to call in show. We do. We have calls. People like this again. Um, locally, you can call us at 416-360-0740. Out of town, 1-866-740-4740. We'll go to break. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. from the laundry room. What a great day. On Super Bowl Sunday, somebody's favorite day of the year, we talk about Super Bowl collectibles. <coughs> I'm also going to, later on, right after my rant here, I'm going to talk about cups and saucers in China 
And every week we go after this, we have a, a meal and we use the, the nice china. I know. It's unbelievable. Well, it's like we're back to the Victorian age there with all the different. I have to be educated what plates to use. You do too, by the way. I, and uh, what spoons and whatever. It's, uh, but I tell people, sometimes if I can't sell for it, sometimes I can't, I'll say, it's you paid a thousand, but it's only worth 200, say, versus I'd rather keep it. Then they put it back in the curio cabinet or wherever they got right. it. They should be using this stuff. Right. They should be enjoying it. For sure. You know, like the, the fine china. And my wife does it, and I, I have 200 sets of china, okay? Yeah. My kids. That way you never have to wash them, right? I just keep know. using a new set every I day. I don't wash them anyway. No, I know so, that. Uh, we have a dishwasher. <laughs> the brand is Marianne. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I don't think we're eating today. So, on uh, live from the laundry room, yeah, but my kids went to a big box store to get their china, even though I have this old stuff. And the kids don't want the older stuff. It doesn't go with their pure white house. I know. Okay, you're very so, upset. Okay. But we do have something here. It sounds very interesting. Bob and Lindsay's calling, and he has a Tom Thompson painting. Really? Bob, are you there? Yeah, hello. How are you, buddy? Uh, good. It's called, uh, hello, fellas. It's called the Black Spruce. Okay. I, it looks like a painting, but it's a 429 out of 495. Okay. Okay. Now that's a print then. Okay. Okay. A lot of this. An original Tom Thompson. Big size. Uh, two million. Two million. I'm oh, two million. Jeez. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> we'll split the well, money. He's part of the group of seven, one of the most famous and groups of painters. He died a little bit prematurely. Um, it's small stuff is even worth two, three, four hundred thousand dollars. Because a lot of people don't realize your early Tom Thompsons were done on cedar shingles. He would get at the end of the day, this is how cheap they were, he'd even split them in half so he could paint on both sides. And he'd carry them in his knapsack, and when he got to a place, he would paint a, a, a small picture. And then later on, go back to the studio and paint it in a bigger size, and this is what sold. But a lot of times when he got back to the studio, he would not throw out, but he would discard a lot of them and only do one of the 20 he did that day when he went out on his canoe. Now, I just checked for his prints here, and they seem to go in the sort of 100 to $300 yeah. range. So you're probably in that range. It's based on size and how big the print run is. So, you know, it's 100 to 300 still a nice item. And, then, of course, if you have a really expensive frame on it, it doesn't add much value, but you might get a little bit more for that as well. But well, there's a frame on it. and Okay. And the other thing is uh, 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 Star Wars, The Return of the Jedi. It's a... Uh, oh, Two feet by about three feet tall a poster. Yeah. Depending on which one, between fifty and four hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. Different ones have different prices. Now, is it the one? It has to be the one made up for the student for the theaters, not it's, for the DVD release. Not for the DVD release. Not for what um, uh, a licensed project they put up after the fact. This is what you know. I know we got callers, but I want to talk about this. Stuff, like, see, we're dealing with Elvis. I know I'm going off a different track. Yeah. The stuff during his life, or when we're talking about the Beatles the other day, the stuff before they broke up is always worth more always. than the stuff after that. Just like stuff's worth more from when someone was alive yeah. than stuff they make after. So any Elvis, ticket stubs, whatever, at least he was alive then, yeah. it's worth more. And this yeah. is where I divide up stuff. I try and help you when, when they're alive 
or when they made stuff, they were making stuff not for the collecting public. They were making those posters to promote their tours or their their records or whatever. Yes. So they were obviously a much, they weren't sold to the public. They're a much more limited supply, a lot of them. Like, see Pink Floyd. You have a poster from Pink Floyd that was actually used back then for two, three, five thousand dollars. The repros, site related one. Yes. The repros, fifty dollars. Exactly. You know. All All right, Bob. Thanks for the call. Thank you. When when this COVID is over, I'll bring all my stuff down. Okay, appreciate it. I'm you take care of yourself. Stay healthy. Yeah. Same to you guys. Bye. Okay. We'll go to uh, Gary in Brampton. Has a Superman coin with comic. Are you there, Gary? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. One. I have go a ahead, uh, 2013 uh, Superman set. The gold coin and the other five coins are gold with it. Is it a real gold coin or gold colored yes. coin? No, it's a real gold coin. Oh wow! 2013. Right. Okay. And there's, I nope. believe, there's a magazine that went with it as well. Right. So it's a, it's a combo set with the magazine and the gold coin. And the other five coins that went with it. And the other five aren't gold. No, there's silver. Some are silver. Some are nickel plated, okay. I guess. Yeah. Hang on. Paul's uh, searching of, as we speak. We don't get them that often. It's one of the only... It's worth more than the gold value. Yeah. It's, we don't get this coin very often, but of all the Royal Canadian Mint stuff, and they're the only part of the government that makes money, both figuratively and actually, because um, they overcharge for stuff. And most of the stuff you buy from the Mint goes down in price immediately. But how much gold is in the Superman coin? One ounce. One ounce. Is, uh, so one ounce. If, so if you're twenty three hundred, would it be worth twenty seven hundred? No, no. More. More. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to put up right now. Um, you know what? If you text Paul, we could give you an exact price. There's one person got on sale right now. The Canadian 2013 Superman coins, all seven, including the gold coin and book. He's got it on sale for fifteen thousand. I think that's a little bit aggressive. Wow. I think it's probably worth about seven or eight thousand, and you got more. So you got you got a pretty nice item there, seven or eight thousand. Okay. Yeah. All right, Gary. So we're in. Right, thanks very much. It. It's yeah. a it's an in demand coin because Superman's collectible. Superman when you have a crossover between coin collectors and something else, and they don't make a lot of them. Once you have people, two people competing for the same product, prices go up. Thanks. Thanks for the call, Gary. All right. Thank you. We'll go we'll go to Daryl in Toronto. He's got a nineteen thirty one nickel. Daryl, you there? Yeah, I'm here guys. How you doing? Good. Okay. Um yeah, so I was just wondering I've got a nineteen thirty one Canadian nickel. And I was Okay, a dollar. Now the years that you want in nickels, like we always give out the dollar uh, good years, are nineteen twenty five, which is worth a hundred to five hundred dollars, or a nineteen twenty six bar. There's a variety. You have a, what's called 1926. The six is shaped a little differently. Well, it's closer to the leaf. Right. <clears throat> so you got a near and a far. And that's why I was talking with a lady earlier on. We have varieties. For one coin, is worth $6, and the other one's worth 300 If you have them in really nice shape, I mean mint. Um, like uncirculated. Uncirculated. Stuff. No one's touched it. So what would you get, 10 bucks then? 31 Yeah. Yeah. Maybe ten, fifteen dollars. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, but thanks for the call, Daryl. Okay, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Great. Right. And we'll go to Barbara in Brampton. 
Barbara, are you there? Yes, I am. Go ahead. Hi, I'm just calling for some friends. Um, she has a, a collection of Limoges, and uh, they're going to be moving, and she feels that she won't have room to bring them with her. Um, could you give me some suggestions of where I could tell her she could possibly take it to sell it rather than just handing it over to the Goodwill? No, don't give it. Okay, sorry. Um, I do. I do believe in donating to good causes. And but most of all, you should probably sell the item if you really want to donate. If it has any significant value, yeah. Um, if it if uh, you donate Limoges the money, is good. Is yeah. good. This is our specialty. We'd rather when some people think they might have other stuff in the house worth much more than their Limoges. <laughs> if they're downsizing, I but what is the Limoges like? Okay, what? well, this is, is it. Like I, I've seen them, but I haven't seen them for a while. They're in a. I remember seeing they're in a curio cabinet, and it's a yeah. you know, small and collection of little pieces, little little dishes, are, I think, and things like that. These are dishes and things. Like or that? little ornamental things. Oh, yeah. ornamental. Okay, okay. Glenn, I got a question for you. This yeah. week, yeah. you were with me. Yeah. We're at this house. There was a dumpster in front. What was the first thing I did right in that dumpster? You dumpster dive and took out two mid-century modern chairs. That they were throwing away. Yes. And I said... And we don't know. And that's like the third dumpster that's gone. So we don't know how many good things went the first two no, dumpsters. And they were saving in the house a number of items that we wouldn't give them a dollar That should for. be in the dumpster. That should be in the dumpster. Right. So, so the Limoges definitely are something that should show to someone like you. Yeah. Pretty well... That's probably the best. Not a lot of people handle these, and I don't know when the you used to be able to go to the antique shows and malls and things like that. There aren't any, so I would suggest you get some pictures over to Paul, and then he could help you um, best way to sell these, or he'll buy them, or or find a way for you to move them. Well, that's exactly what we do. We go into the house, we say, "Okay, you're going from your McMansion to your 400 yeah, square feet." You're very good at that. I know. <laughs> I've been tell, with you. Yeah, and we tell people. This has got value. This has got no value. This is what you might donate. Right. This is what you should sell. And so, Barbara, if, if the other person isn't very computer-friendly, maybe you could take some pictures and send them to Paul. Well, that's, and get you. What, that's what they're quite elderly, and they're going into a retirement residence. And right. Um, so if you could just give me the information, and then maybe I can help them okay. to... Uh, so best to text it to Paul, probably. Or the letter T. Okay, I'm having a little trouble hearing you. It's It's kind of... Okay. I know. Yeah. We're live in the laundry room. The letter T. This T, is his email address. Email address. Okay. T like in Tom. Just T. T, yeah. Gold, silver, coins with an S. Gold, silver, coins. I'm writing at, down gold, silver, coin. This is like all one word? Yes. Yeah. At gmail.com. At, say the, at, at what? Gmail. The letter G and then oh, mail. Gmail. Dot com. Okay. All right, okay. we got another call. We got to go to Barbara. Thanks for the call. Okay, thank you for the information. Bye. I, I'm sure I can help these these folks. Oh okay. yeah, I mean, you, well, you've been doing those for how many years? Like uh, when I way back, well, you yeah. were the biggest like dealer yeah. of china and things like that. It's amazing. You were the biggest card dealer. You were the biggest comic dealer. You did the I most in interest. China. You couldn't make any money at cards after 1990. I know. Yeah, it, it sort of went fell away. Off a cliff. It did. You know, you right. leave it, like I say, you literally leave the stuff in your parking lot and they won't even steal it. No, there was a time. Well, you've got that famous uh, story about the cards were going up and down so quickly in value. By, you had, what, a two or three week lead time, and by the time it arrived, it was worth nothing? Five days. Five days. Oh, no, no, that one, yeah. No, don't. Thanks for bringing up bad memories. 
Well, well, forget it. We'll go to Mike in a beautiful Etobicoke, which is where we are. Go ahead, Mike. Hi, thanks for t- taking my call. I've got just uh, two quick questions. One of them, this is kind of a lark. I have a, I have a 1985 Edmonton, Alberta, one dollar Klondike Day silver dollar. It's good. It's not silver. Month. Sorry, um, they are they are trade dollars. They're put out. You used them during the event, right? You used them during stuff. the event. Klondike Days. Unfortunately, we might not have a Klondike Days again, again for a while. But yeah, those what maybe three four dollars. They come in sets of four usually, and they're going for about five to ten dollars a set. Oh, they are okay. Because they also did things like that for Great Cup when the Great Cup was in Hamilton. They had a one dollar coin. There's various things where we see these, so they're not made. They might be made by the mint, but they're not Canadian currency. They're a local yeah. thing. I know Burlington even had one for every city. Some, has them. Yeah, a lot, well, not so much anymore, but they used to. They Everything's make- virtual now. Yeah. They do make them less over, so they're very rare and hard to find. So does that answer your question, Mike? It does. And just my one other question is, I have a diamond ring with a one-carat diamond. How can I go about selling that diamond? Okay. And I say this, and and I give this advice, and I want people to take it. You you don't use me. We appraise them or get them appraised by an independent appraiser all the time for two reasons. You know what you're selling. And we know what we're buying. We're not out to rip anyone off. Anyone who goes into somebody's place, ah, it's only a small diamond. Ah, we have our expert. It's only worth $300. They're probably lying to you. Okay? Because so we ha- I have know. a gemologist on site who works for me. And he, all he does is says, Paul, you should get this one appraised. Maybe not this because it's only so many points. You should. Now, even in this time, we have a guy that we, who works with the trade, does not work with the public right now because of this blip in history. But you would be an absolute idiot. Sorry, can I say that? No. Not you, sir. But a person would be not smart to sell this without getting it appraised first. Now, even when you get it appraised, if it's appraised at 10000 it's probably only going to sell at 2500 But at least you know what the appraisal is and where to do your math. Okay, so so that's a great item, and definitely you want professional help with that. Yeah, you can bring it into us. We'll get it appraised, and like I say, it's 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 kind of greed on my part. I want to know what I'm buying, but I don't want you coming back later and saying I thought this was worth this. You know what I mean? Yeah, came we, with a, we, like we, a we try to be completely transparent. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, Mike. Well, thank you very much. Yep. Take care. Hey, hey that's not bad. The calls came right to the end. See, if you bathe, people will come. And I get my Donald and the blueberry farm. I can't do it till next week. Why are you oh, wait a minute. Gold and silver prices. Holy cow. Oh, okay. Wow. Gold and silver prices. Quickly, take a pen, get a paper, make sure they both work. <laughs> Gold had a little bit of a dip this week. It was up at the beginning, down the end. Gold, 2606 for 10 carats. Write this down because I don't want you getting ripped off. 3648 for 14 carat gold. Forty-six ninety-one for eighteen karat gold. These are not the selling prices. These are what we buy them at. You can call our store. We'll give you the prices over the phone. We're not ashamed of our prices, and we'll give you this. Dollars right now are seventeen. This is Canadian currency. Canadian currency. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Canadian dollar seventeen thirty-two thirty-three per dollar. Now, if you have a hundred dollars face, I'm giving you seventeen hundred thirty-three dollars. Eighty-two cents a gram for. Uh, sterling silver. Okay. And we're also buying silver plate. Right. Now, I, because we buy all this, guess what we have to do is sell it as well. 
So you want to come in. We're right next to some great big store that have gold. You can save about $30 an ounce on buying gold. We have maples. I have bars. I have um, silver maple. You got it all. I go Chiefs. Win the Super Bowl. Okay, go ahead. That's and buy local. Wear a mask. And Calvin at Mayflower. Yeah. One of my buddies and my buddy Sam at New Generation. Be safe. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.